0: Hi, it's Rainer G. As we have been exploring all of the difficulties in our country for the last couple of years on this podcast, I have laid out every aspect, every perspective, every bit of information that I could get my hands on that I researched or vetted or, or clarified before I put it out there for you. And the one thing that people still keep asking is what to do. What do we do? What do we do? Everybody knows how to complain. Everybody knows how to go on Facebook and Twitter and and MySpace and all these other social networks and respond to other people's comments or other people's articles of information. And they complain and they bitch and moan. Um, But when it comes time to take action, not everybody does the things that they need to do. And and I'm not saying that everybody's lazy, although laziness is what got us into this mess. The progressives, the socialists, and you know that socialism is the next and last step to communism, have been trying to defeat our Constitution and our founding fathers for 60, 70, 80 years. Actually, probably from our inception. Um, We were considered an experiment in a republic, a, de- a democratic republic, and many countries wanted to be like us and many countries wanted to destroy it. It's the same old, same old thing. So <clears throat> they go after the Tea Partiers or the 912ers or the tax revolt people and say, you're, you're nothing but fascists and Nazis, and, and um, when you go back at them and say, look, our forefathers started this country under the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, they come back and tell you that the forefathers were slave owners and they were more war mongers. That's why they had a revolution. Now obviously these people don't have high IQs uh, and they they certainly have no no idea of what history is. They've not done any kind of work to figure out why they take the stances that they do. They're full of hate because they're full of fear um, and you know there's only two emotions, love and fear. And I have this exceptional love for my country. And so it gives me, it empowers me, it gives me the power to continue my fight, to make sure that America does not disappear, does not turn into a socialist European country. <clears throat> now, Barack Obama is no easy force to fight. There's no two ways about that. I mean, the man has been... Bankrolled by other countries, by foreigners who want us destroyed. He has been bankrolled by George Soros, who hated George Bush. And for those of you who are anti-Bush, um, Bush was a somewhat progressive president because he had no idea what he was doing. So he was led by the progressives, you know. So he, he made his mistakes, that's for sure. Should we have gone into Iraq? Old question. Don't even bother. It's done and gone, okay? Saddam Hussein is gone. Saddam Hussein killed millions of people. And, um, so we were the executioners. And is that unlike anything that we were ever before? I don't know. But anyway, so the, the anti, uh, Tea Party people come after the Tea Partiers all the time. They were at Reed's rally in, um, uh, Searchlight, Nevada, which is south of Vegas little small town with a, a population of about 1,000, and there were 20 or 30,000 Tea Party people there who came through on buses and cars and caravans. And, and the Reed supporters, all 11 of them, threw eggs at the buses. You haven't seen a Tea Partier or a 9-12-er or any of the people who are trying to save this country throw eggs at anyone or bite people's fingers off or attack them or beat them up or whatever. So you get the, the mainstream media. And by the way, MSNBC is a socialist network. And Chris Matthews is a socialist from way back. He's a Saul Alinsky supporter. And look up Saul Alinsky if you still don't know who this person is. It's a Rules for Radicals is what he wrote. And even though Chris Matthews got his job and gets a paycheck and receives all the benefits of being an American, he would like America to be a socialist country. So you can watch MSNBC all you want. At least Cafferty has gone after Obama a little bit. But um, if that's what you're watching, if that's what you're glued to, know that you are a socialist and that you want America to be a socialist country. Now, if everybody in America wanted us to be a socialist country, I would have no problem. I would just move because I don't want to live in a socialist country. But the majority of Americans want America to be the democratic republic that it was formed as. So if you are a socialist and you want it to be a socialist country, you are the minority. And if you're the minority and you don't like living in a a democratic republic, then you're the one who needs to move. It's as simple as that. Now, as far as all of you who understand the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and you don't know what to do because you're working, you have kids, you have families, you're playing games online, whatever you're doing, there are just basic things, basic, real, easy things you can do to help everyone because this has to be a team effort. No one person or one group is going to defeat this if you don't think they have a team on their side you're wrong there's the center for american progress the tides foundation the alliance foundation um, uh, barbara streisand you know robert redford they're all on that side with george soros and the rest of them uh... we need people who understand this who who know how to and can unite the different factors of the other side so start small if you don't know what to do. Um, first of all, you can become a precinct supervisor in your own area. Those are the people who determine and help others know who's running for office locally, uh, whether that's the mayor or a city councilman or um, a state senator. Or you can become a state director because we need state directors who will support the precinct supervisors who are conservative and not a state director who's a radical who's going to try to smear or destroy those precinct supervisors who have taken it upon themselves to be part of um, the american duty uh, of helping your country to live survive and thrive if politics is not your thing maybe you just love to shop Fine, and then do the research do it online or wherever you you have to find out which companies regularly donate to the socialists of the democratic party the Progressive Caucus, the Black Caucus, Barack Obama, um, any of those companies that that donate or support or have supported in the past, and make a list and boycott them. Stop doing business with them. After all, they don't like the Democratic Republic. They don't like free trade. They don't like a free market. So why are you supporting them? Why are you buying products for them? Why are you giving them the revenues and the income to do more damage. Make a list, and when you make a list of at least 20, email it to me at info at earthwalk-usa.com, and I will keep putting those lists up so people know which companies not to go to, which companies to boycott. Uh, Waxman has has the audacity to call in the CEOs of some major corporations in America. You know, corporations do bad things. There's no two ways about it. I mean, capitalism, without any kind of regulation or or reins, is just like a kid. They just run wild until somebody catches them. So, yeah, there's corporations out there that aren't doing what they need to do. But... He's calling in CEOs to lay out all their emails and their records and their books, and this is uncalled for and unheard of. So if you are a CEO, or you know a CEO, or you're married to one, or you're friends with one, or you're related to one, tell them that on April 21st, when those CEOs have to go in front of Congress and testify, there would be a real good idea, a team effort, if all the CEOs in this country marched into Congress at the same time. So that everybody did this as a group, rather than one or two or three that they seem to like to single out and destroy. Because they will do it, one, two, or three at a time. They will destroy. If so if you know of any of those people, that's something you can do. You can help support them with education and information so that they'll go support the other CEOs of those companies. Um, If you are only a voter and just want to know who to vote for, you need to help us determine that also. We have to vet people because what the left was going to do and have already tried to do uh, up in wherever it was, New Hampshire or New York, I guess it was New York 23, they put somebody under the Republican ticket and said she was a Republican when she was actually a far-left radical progressive. And Doug Hoffman um, ran against her and she tried to throw all her votes to the left and you know she's going to probably run again but what you're going to see the point is what you're going to see in many elections um, coming in 2010 is people who are running on the Republican or conservative ticket and, and when you really do the research you find out that they're phonies And um, and we need to let Everyone in our communities know who the phonies are, so they don't vote for them. thinking, well, everybody says we should vote conservative, and this one's a conservative, so I'll vote for her or him. They're going to lie to you because they're really good at that. They love lying. It's one of their major tactics, one of their major strategies is to lie their way into whatever because the end justifies the means. It doesn't matter what they do to get what they want. That's what that means. So, we need those people vetted. We need um, strong lists from every community, from every state. Who are the true conservative people? The people who believe in the Constitution. Not true Republicans or true Democrats. Forget that. You see what John McCain's doing. He been actually a progressive Republican. That's why he had trouble deciding who to vote for. Um, and all during his campaign and prior to it, it's open borders, open borders. Now that somebody has been killed, this poor poor. Rancher named Krentz was killed on the border near El Paso, Texas. He, uh, an illegal alien was on his property looking for water. He helped the guy out and next thing you know he and his dog are shot dead. Now John McCain says, oh, send the National Guard there. Well, too late. Too little and too late. Well, we didn't care about the borders for the last eight years but now now all of a sudden when he's up for re-election and somebody gets killed, you know, he's going to be the the uh, knight in shining armor. Nope. Nope. You are progressive, John McCain, and you don't belong here. As far as your families and communities go, you can um, really start small. Educate your neighbors. Invite them over. Show them the Tea Party DVD. Um, Show them the Barack Obama, the Obama Deception DVD. Give them materials that you have gotten from the Internet, whether it's my site or others, that will show them that there's a problem here, that there is an agenda, and that that agenda will be pushed through at all costs. It doesn't matter who they use and who they abuse. It'll be pushed through unless we change it. Um, and your kids. Oh, boy, the schools. You know, one of the things that they say... Uh, the socialists have said for years is one way to make sure that you have a voting population. This is only one way. That'll always vote you into office is to indoctrinate the children. Well, it's obvious that it's happened at the college level. It's um, now being pushed, of course, much more at the elementary and middle school levels, so that our history is being rewritten. Michelle Obama told you, we will rewrite history. Well, they are. And they are the ones who now, with the student loan business, will also be in charge of the textbooks. So what our children read, what your, your college students, stu- student children will read, is that we didn't have anyone like George Washington or Thomas Jefferson or even Calvin Coolidge, who who uh, took a greater depression than this and turned it around in no time at all. Um... That's all going to be rewritten so that you don't know it. Because if you know it, you might not agree with what's going on now. So you can start being active in your school board, on your school board or in your PTA, and realizing what's in the textbooks. Go look at the table of contents. Go look at what they say about um, jihad, like Muslim jihad. Go see what they say about that in your children's textbooks. Go see what they say about World War II. Um, or even World War I. See what they say about presidents like JFK or uh, Ronald Reagan, um, Dwight D. Eisenhower. Go see what they say about those presidents, if they even exist in, in those textbooks anymore. And see, that was a Republican and a Democrat that I'm talking about. Because this was before the progressive movement could get into the belly of the monster, which is what they call America. JFK was the last Democratic president. Who told the truth? The last one. Um, He signed, actually, an executive order 1100E or something like that, which would have returned us to using silver. You know, dollar bills used to be silver certificates, not Federal Reserve notes. It would have returned us to using silver to back up our economy and close the Federal Reserve, and three months later he was assassinated. Um, Probably anyone else who came up would get assassinated right now, too, unless we had more and more people coming up to do what they need to do, taking the stand where they need to take a stand. If uh, all those other things I've said don't work, then run for office. You don't have to have a big coffer of money to run for office. You can run for any office in your state or at a federal level. And you can start doing a lot of the fundraising via the Internet or whatever. Once you get to $5,000 on a federal level, you have to start a political action committee and report it to the federal education commission uh, excuse me election commission but that's it Then you can just keep building up those coffers you know john mccain has five million in the bank and when they say in the bank they mean that special uh, political action committee uh, fund and that's used to do advertising and travel and and signs and you know all those kinds of things so you don't have to be rich it just it just looks like you have to be rich Okay, you don't certainly have to be a lawyer. I had a big argument with a lawyer friend who's now no longer a friend this week because she is a socialist. She's a, she's a Jewish woman, and she's a socialist. There's no choice about it. And she thinks, I've moved over to the dark side because I believe in the Constitution. Why Jewish people? Don't understand what this administration feels about them. I'll never understand. Um and again, you go back to history, it wasn't, it wasn't the Republicans who went after Jews in Germany. It was the progressives who were socialists and then Nazis and communists. It wasn't Republicans. It wasn't the right wing. It was the left wing who burned people in, in camps. Not, Hitler wasn't a Republi- uh, Republican. Stalin wasn't a Republican or a conservative. You know, Marx was not a Republican or a conservative. I'll tell you who was, though, in this country, that people don't realize that Martin Luther King was a Republican. So was Abraham Lincoln. And uh, Abraham Lincoln did go against the Constitution when the Civil War was um, started because he didn't have an act of Congress. He went with his heart. And I suppose everybody should hate him, but they don't because he freed the slaves, which he didn't, but... His Emancipation Proclamation makes it look that way. but um, And then you have a lot of black people in this country who always vote Democrat because they think that Democrats like black people. The most racist presidents, the ones who have reinstituted segregation and have been the most anti-black are left liberal Democrats. So why you keep supporting them? I don't know, except that they've got you ben- bamboozled because they... They want you to be welfare people. They want you to stay in the nanny state, to be totally dependent on government so that they have the control. That's what socialism is about. They can control everything you do from the government level, and the biggest employer will always be the government. Um, and that way if they don't want you around they just get rid of you it's not a problem. They can decide which cars you drive, which fuel you use, what houses you live in, what food you eat, how fat you'll be, what you'll read, what you'll learn, if you'll graduate, who will help you graduate, who will send you to school, if you go to school, what clothes you wear, um, what exercise you'll do, who you'll marry, what, how many kids you'll have and whether you'll have them at all. That's what we have almost right now because our government is in control of health care. That healthcare bill covers much more than most people have any idea about. And if they're only watching ABC, CBS, or NBC, because they don't have cable, we need to get to them because those networks are already taken over. I mean, they're state-run television. That's propaganda. There's no way you can beat them. You have to go door to door, knock on the doors, and say, do you know what's really going on? Let's have tea. Let's have coffee. Let's go out for a sandwich and talk. Let's have a potluck dinner and talk let's really get the information out before we're all marched onto trains or some stupid thing because there's too many of us and not enough abortions you have to do something people you have to take action you also have to think about your own survival if you can do a personal garden so that you have food when they when they decide that the infrastructure should be shut down and that the trucks can't when gas is ten or twelve dollars a gallon and then food trucks can't get to the grocery stores and the dollar 's not worth anything. What are you going to eat? and where are you going to buy it? Hmm. Okay, so maybe you only you only have a, a, a couple pieces of broccoli and a and a tomato and a and an onion in your garden. You can live on that for some days until you find figure out another way to survive. We also need to unite. This is the United States. We need to unite the Tea Parties and the Tea Party nations and the 912ers and the tax revolters and, and the I hate Nancy Pelosi's and all these these little factions, these groups that are out there. Because they have, you know, one, 100, 1,000, 10,000 people per group. Um, when you put them all together, you have 1 million, 5 million, 20 million people. You have 50 million. You have 100 million. He's going to do Amnesty. That'll be done before probably um, the end of June, okay? And you'll see Latinos and Mexicans marching on Washington. But he will allow amnesty for 35 to 50 million people. That's 35 to 50 million guaranteed Democratic votes because they, they will make those people believe that only Democrats would have granted this to them, and so they owe the Democrats a vote. Okay, Uh, Do we have 50 million people ready to lay their lives on the line, on the other side, to go out and educate and fight for the United States? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. And then if you think that after all of this, you know, you've done all this and, and you're going to be the one that finally leaves because you don't want to live in a communist state, and you try to leave, the borders will be closed, so you won't be able to leave. Um, If you believe there's going to be elections in 2010, I hope there are, but I believe there may not be. If he can't get Amnesty and Cap and Trade through, uh, all he has to do now, according to the health care bill, is call a national health emergency, and elections will be postponed indefinitely. Not only the 2010 representative and senator elections and local elections, But the national election in 2012, it can be postponed indefinitely. So he can stay in power now forever until we do something. Now, there's one other thing you can do. I've actually called for a velvet revolution, which is going to Washington. Now, it, it takes millions. It's not just me, but it takes millions. Go to Washington and plan on staying there forever with a list of grievances because the Constitution allows people to to do this and to stand their ground until their grievances are answered. Those grievances being the way that this whole electoral process has happened, the health care bill, the bailouts, the money, the Federal Reserve, all of those issues. And until investigations are completed into all of the, why people are, are, are um, swearing on the Koran to go into Congress and where the money went from bailout programs that nobody seems to be able to find, where the $13 trillion went to other countries that we're paying for, until all those investigations like that are taken care of. Everyone has to step down. Now, people say, oh, you're just going to get shot, you're going to get maced and tear gassed. Okay, that could happen if we had 10,000 people. That could happen if we had 20,000 I can't imagine what would happen in Washington, D.C. if you had five, six, ten million people around the Capitol, five, six, ten million people around the White House, ready to camp out if they had to, and stayed there until these grievances were met. First of all, you'd shut down the government, and they really don't want that. Second of all, you scare the hell out of Congress, and that's a good thing. Third of all, it would have to make every national, international news Organizations, papers and radio and TV slots everywhere, which is also a good thing, because then maybe the truth could come out. Would they try things? Probably. Would they call in the armed services? That's, uh, you can't do that. Now, they could do it illegally, but we have something called the Oath Keepers, and the Oath Keepers are the ones who have taken the oath not to fire on or do anything against their fellow countrymen who are only acting under constitutional law. Do you have faith in that? There's a big question, because God is definitely missing. Now, if I have to go, I'm going to go May 1st, and if I have to be the only one there, I will be. I'll have a whole bunch of candles and a tent and a couple of umbrellas and a lot of flyers and a big sign and a chair and uh, my cell phone and maybe a radio, and um, and I will stay there with my list of grievances until they are met now they could probably arrest me I would hope that others would follow if they do they can't arrest me for just being there <laughs> I'm not gonna do anything and then come up and try to incite violence I'm not a violent person even though I'm a, I'm a marine I will stay passive, but aggressive passive aggressive more like Gandhi okay you lay down in front of the horses but you don't run away you stand up and get hit, but you don't run away. You don't hit back. You just keep fighting them until you win. And if people would actually do this with faith in God, which that's kind of hard to come by these days, but if if we could get this faith back in God instead of uh, our material things or our egos, if we could get faith back in God and say, I know I'm going to be okay, and I'm going to win because God's right standing beside me. If we get that faith back, this velvet revolution would be a piece of cake. 10, 12, 50 million people closing down Washington, D.C., closing down Congress until our grievances are answered. Nothing, no more money, no more bailouts, no more money to anybody, no more anything until you answer our grievances. How many of you are willing to do that? Well, I probably won't make it to television until the third or fourth arrest, but I will be there May 1st. We already have secured um, most of the things that we need to take with us, including even a little porta potty for the tent so that if people can't leave, because once you leave, then you can't come back or whatever, then we'll go to the bathroom there and somebody will carry that over to some porta potty somewhere else and empty it. <laughs> That's how much we're planning ahead. Um, Food, money, people said they would join me as long as the money held out. Well, forget about the money. Okay, we need to join resources and ask people. If you can't send $10 to help me live there for a week, then then send food. Come by and visit. Bring a McDonald's with you. Maybe I'll need it by then. Whatever, bring a bottle of water. Because I can't afford to sit here for 24 hours a day with a candle at night and praying. And 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 sharing my grievances with people for 24 hours a day, uh, if I don't have at least a bottle of water and something to eat once in a while. So if you can't do anything else, again, you don't want to march and you're afraid, or you're afraid of tear gas or whatever it is you're afraid of, or what your neighbors are going to think. That's a good one. Believe me, every store I walk into, my mother had to go lease a new car today. And I kept saying, no, we're not going to Government Motors. Well, the first guy, the black guy, took care of us, and he was, he was friendly, but he wasn't going to go there. He didn't want to talk politics. Next, the manager, a woman. At first, she laughed at me, and I said, I'm serious. I said, I don't want anything to do with Government Motors. I will not support them. Then she said, what are we going to do? Now, she, I'm sure, does not talk to her customers about any of this, nor do they talk to each other, because politics are not allowed at work. But she had somebody to share this with, and she took my name and my Facebook page and, and uh, said, maybe I can at least share your information with other people so they'll get educated. Hop, huh, how hard was that? It took less than one minute during a, um, while I was waiting for my mother to sign a paper. That wasn't hard. And maybe we'll get 10 or 12 or 15 or 30 more people that she knows, educated and aware that they're not alone. And that's what's very important. We are not alone. It's not only that we have each other as individuals and as groups, but we have each other under God. Keep that. Keep that with you and know that you're not alone. And don't be afraid. I am not afraid. I'm 60 years old. I'm partially disabled. I won't be able to walk much and I can't kneel for very long. But I will be there on May 1st. And if any of you want to join me, you come peacefully. Don't bring weapons. Bring your grievances or match mine, whichever you're going to do, and plan to stay. Now, after two or three weeks, I may have to take a break. So what people are doing is we're securing a room or more, and two people will take my place for a day while I go and actually get a whole night's sleep and come back. And then they rotate back out again. If there's an emergency and I have to leave, two people will take my place. I'll leave. I'll go take care of my mother or whatever it is and come back. And then they rotate out again. And they're going to, if they're working, they're going to call in sick for a couple of days. If they're not working, what else do you have to do? Uh, we supposedly have more than 5 million people unemployed in this country. I know half of them love it because they just want to get freebies from the government, which is never from the government. It's from your fellow neighbors, your people, your, your aunt, your uncle, your grandparents, your mother, your father, whoever's paying their taxes. That's who it's from. It's not free. But anyway, I know half of you love it. The other half hate it. And why anyone would want to settle for welfare or, or food stamps? Why do you want to settle for that? when you live in the greatest country in the world and you could make so many things out of yourself and god put you here not to settle for anything god put you here to be all you can be and make a difference to follow the 10 commandments to follow the golden rule to go ahead and use your your free will but do it with love and know that you are loved and you will be loved instead we have people say this is cool I can be on welfare I get free checks I can go gamble I can buy marijuana I can do what I want and all those baby killers out there and those anti-native-american forefathers who were slave owners they can go to hell and and thank God for dead marines and thank God for the dead dead pair I mean what is all that that's that's not God speaking and no love and no unconditional love there that's for sure And why we've allowed our kids and our brothers and sisters and our parents to become these these hate-filled, evil, negative, awful people, I don't know. The only way you're going to change them is loving your country, yourself, your fellow human beings enough to make a difference. So those are some of the things you can do. I'm sure there's a lot more. you know, mostly it's it's the support. It's coming from love and doing what you can do and not sitting back and allowing everybody else to do it. Because you think it's not affecting you now. It will. It's coming. And it's not going to be nice. Um, and then don't don't come to those of us who have done the work and say, now save me. Because we won't be able to. We'll be busy saving the country. Go to earthwalk-usa.com. Spread the word. Um... In any way you can, have faith, be strong, be courageous, be active. This is Raina G. Thanks for listening.